Welcome to this episode of Time Capsule Tales, the podcast that transports you through the annals of history, unraveling captivating stories that have stood the test of time. I'm your host, Chase. Let's get started. Close your eyes and imagine this. You are a German soldier, manning the night shift in a machine gun bunker on the Eastern Front during World War II. It's a moonlit night, and the silence in the vast skies above Germany is broken by a strange rattling sound. You crane your neck to look for enemies approaching but see no sign of enemy vehicles or infantry. The rattling suddenly dies and gives way to a loud whistle that sends chills up your spine. You know what follows that sound. It's the Soviets again. The next moment is filled with explosions all around you as the bombs fall. It's the Night Witches. The Night Witches were an extraordinary group of female aviators who soared through the skies with unparalleled courage and determination. Hailing from the Soviet Union, these women formed the 588th Night Bomber Regiment, a unit that would become legendary in World War II history. So prepare for takeoff into a world of valor and sacrifice as we embark on a journey through the untold stories of these so-called witches and their remarkable contributions to World War II. Get ready to witness history unfold as we shed light on the incredible women who defied gravity and changed the course of warfare. Part 1. Painting the Picture. World War II, the Eastern Front, and Women in Flight. To understand the significance of the Night Witches, we should briefly cover the broader historical context of World War II. The war, which spanned from 1939 to 1945, involved many nations and had far-reaching consequences. While stories from the Western Front are often the stories that we hear in English-speaking countries, this story takes place on the Eastern Front, where the Night Witches operated deep into Soviet country. This was the battleground where the Germans fought the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union, under the leadership of Joseph Stalin, faced tremendous challenges during the war. As the conflict intensified, the need for skilled pilots became increasingly urgent. However, due to the high casualties suffered by the Soviet military and the shortage of male pilots, an alternative solution was necessary. This is where the Night Witches come into the picture. The Soviet Union recognized the potential of women to contribute to the war effort in aviation, despite the prevailing norms of the time which stated that only males could be great pilots. While other nations were hesitant to employ women as aviators, the Soviets embraced the idea and established several all-female air regiments to support the war effort. The challenges faced by women in aviation during that era cannot be understated. In stark contrast to the Soviet Union, many other countries were deeply opposed to the concept of female pilots. In the United States, for example, the Women Air Force Service Pilots, or WASPs for short, faced numerous obstacles and were not granted military status until 1977, long after World War II had ended. Similarly, in Nazi Germany, women were largely excluded from combat roles, including aviation. In this historical context, the Night Witches emerged as a unique phenomenon. These brave women flew near constant night missions in outdated biplanes, facing incredible dangers and enduring harsh conditions. The roar of the engine, the smell of fuel, the cold biting at their faces as they soared through the night sky, these were the constant companions of the Night Witches. As we explore the incredible story of the Night Witches in this episode, we will gain a deeper understanding of their remarkable contributions and the obstacles they overcame. Through their daring flights and relentless determination, the Night Witches shattered stereotypes and proved that women were capable of remarkable feats in aviation. Part 2 From Women to Warriors 
the making of the Night Witches. The formation of the Night Witches can be traced to one woman's influence. And Marina Raskova was no ordinary woman. She was an accomplished aviator, renowned for her record-breaking long-distance flights. Her passion for aviation and her dedication to advancing women's roles in the field led her to become a prominent figure in Soviet aviation circles. She was so prolific, she was known as the Soviet Amelia Earhart among her peers. When war broke out, Raskova saw an opportunity to contribute to the war effort by taking advantage of her popularity to harness the untapped potential of women in aviation. With her expertise and determination, Marina Raskova played a crucial role in organizing the 588th Night Bomber Regiment. She tirelessly lobbied Stalin and the Soviet authorities, advocating for the creation of an all-female aviation unit. Raskova's vision was clear. Women could be just as capable and courageous in the skies as their male counterparts. However, before these women could take flight, they had to undergo rigorous training. The aspiring pilots and navigators of the 588 faced countless challenges and obstacles. Many of them came from diverse backgrounds and had limited or no prior aviation experience. Yet they were fueled by their passion and a shared determination to contribute to the war effort. They persevered. The training was grueling, both physically and mentally. The women endured long hours of classroom instruction, honing their navigation and piloting skills. They practiced night flights, learning to navigate through darkness with only the dim glow of instruments to guide them. They mastered the art of flying low and slow, maneuvering their aircraft with precision and stealth. But it wasn't just the technical aspects of flying that the night witches had to contend with. They faced additional challenges as women in a male-dominated field. They had to overcome skepticism and prejudice from their male colleagues, who doubted their abilities and questioned their place in the war effort. Many in the Soviet leadership laughed at the idea of a female pilot, much less an entire squadron of them. Despite these obstacles, the women of the Night Witches proved themselves time and again. They displayed exceptional skill and bravery, earning the respect and admiration of their fellow pilots. Their perseverance and unwavering dedication allowed them to overcome adversity and become a force to be reckoned with. Part 3. Silent Stalkers of the Sky The Night Witch's Aircraft and Strategy The Night Witch's aircraft of choice was the Polykarpov PO-2 biplane. This aircraft played a significant role in shaping the Night Witch's tactics and operations. To truly understand their unique approach, it's essential to explore the distinct features of the PO-2 and the reasons behind their utilization. The PO-2 stood in stark contrast to the technologically advanced planes used by other nations during World War II. While those aircraft were equipped with powerful engines, advanced weaponry, and sturdy construction, the PO-2 was a relic from a different era. It was initially designed in the 1920s as a training and utility aircraft. By the time the Night Witches were flying them, the PO-2 was considered obsolete compared to contemporary military planes. It was almost three decades old at this point. The PO-2 biplane was a simple and lightweight aircraft. It had an open cockpit and was constructed primarily from wood and fabric. Its wingspan was relatively small, and its overall design made it slower and less maneuverable compared to its adversaries. However, these seemingly outdated characteristics were precisely what made the PO-2 an ideal choice for the Night Witch's nighttime bombing raids. The Night Witches took advantage of the PO-2's simplicity and vulnerability. Due to its wooden structure and slow speed, the aircraft emitted a remarkably low sound profile during flight, earning it the nickname Kukuruznik, or Corn Cutter in Russian. This inherent quietness allowed the Night Witches to approach their targets undetected, 
making surprise their most potent weapon. Flying the PO2 also presented unique advantages in terms of the Night Witch's tactical approach. These brave aviators conducted their bombing raids under the cover of darkness, exploiting the element of surprise and disorientation that nighttime brought to their enemies. The PO2's low maximum speed and agility made it a challenging target for enemy anti-aircraft fire and fighter planes, especially in the dark when visibility was reduced. The Night Witch's tactics were centered around exploiting the cover of darkness and surprising their targets. Operating under the cover of night, they would approach their targets with the engines of their PO2s idling, emitting a barely audible hum, a light crackling sound. This silence allowed them to fly undetected until they were directly overhead, catching their targets off guard. Once they reached their intended targets, the Night Witches would cut their engines completely and glide towards their objectives, only letting off a faint whistle as they glided nearer and nearer, further reducing their chances of detection by the enemy. This technique, known as witchfire or dead stick bombing, left the women extremely exposed. It was only after dropping the bombs that they would restart their engines and make for a daring escape. This tactic, combined with the PO2's ability to fly at extremely low altitudes, made it difficult for the enemy to detect and engage them effectively. To enhance the element of surprise, the Night Witches often flew in large formations of up to 40 aircraft, known as chains, or swarms. This tactic served two purposes. It created a psychological effect on the enemy, as the continuous presence of the buzzing PO2s created a constant state of unease and disrupted sleep patterns among the enemy soldiers, which was the goal of the night runs. Additionally, the large formations allowed the Night Witches to saturate the target area with multiple bombs simultaneously, increasing their chances of hitting vital enemy positions. While the PO2's simplicity and vulnerabilities may have seemed like disadvantages, the Night Witches turned these characteristics into strengths. They embraced the limitations of their aircraft, using it as an instrument of surprise, stealth, and psychological warfare. The combination of the PO2's low sound profile and the Night Witches' tactical ingenuity enabled them to strike fear into the hearts of their adversaries while delivering devastating blows to enemy targets and never allowing the Germans a full night of rest, decimating their morale. Before we move on to our next segment, I'd like to take a moment to ask a small favor from our listeners. If you're enjoying today's episode and find our deep dive into the history of the Night Witches fascinating, please consider subscribing to our podcast. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform, hitting that subscribe button helps us reach more people with stories that need to be heard. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review us, we'd really appreciate it. Your feedback not only helps us improve, but it also helps other history enthusiasts find us. So please take a moment, leave a rating, maybe even a review. Every bit of support truly makes a difference. Thank you, and now back to our story. Part 4. Behind Enemy Lines. Missions and Challenges of the 588. The witches' operations were not without challenges. The night witches had to navigate without advanced technology, relying on maps, compasses, stopwatches, pencils, and flashlights. The open-air cockpits exposed them to harsh weather conditions, including rain and freezing wind. In extremely cold weather, they risked frostbite. The planes were made of wood and canvas, easily bursting into flames when hit by enemy gunfire. One of the night witches, Nina Raspopova, had a series of harrowing experiences during her time. Born to a Russian peasant family, 
Raspopova was a determined individual from the start. She was one of only two female students at the Khabarovsk Flight School, and she worked as a geologist and flight instructor before enlisting in the military in October 1941. Raspopova's first brush with death came in 1942 when her Polykarpov PO-2 was hit by anti-aircraft fire from Axis forces. Despite the oil tank being punctured, she managed to maneuver the plane into a steep dive, tricking Axis forces into thinking they had been shot down. She then increased altitude over a lake and despite the damage to the plane, both aviators survived the incident after dropping their bombs and landing at their designated airfield. Later that same year, Raspopova's PO-2 was hit by anti-aircraft fire again, causing more severe damage. The fuel tank exploded, spraying fuel over the cabin, damaging the engines, and seriously injuring her navigator, Larisa Ratchikova. The plane landed on a minefield, but all crew members were rescued by an artillery unit commissioner sent to search for them. Raspopova, having sustained several injuries requiring surgery, returned to active duty in less than two months. During the battle for Crimea, Raspopova survived another close call after being shot down again. After making an emergency landing, she almost taxied into a trench and hit an anti-tank mine, yet still managed to survive. In total, Raspopova completed 805 sorties, sometimes making as many as eight sorties in one night. She dropped a total of 110 tons of bombs on her targets, which included destroying three ferries, one segment of railroad, a searchlight, an ammunition depot, six military vehicles, and repulsing three artillery battalions. For her exemplary fulfillment of commanded missions and demonstration of courage and heroism in battles against the German fascist invaders, Raspopova was awarded the title Hero of the Soviet Union and an Order of Lenin on the 15th of May, 1946. Despite the numerous challenges and near-death experiences, Raspopova's determination and bravery remained unshaken, making her a true embodiment of the spirit of the Night Witches. The Night Witches also faced prejudice and discrimination. They were often viewed as inferior by their male counterparts, who showed them little respect. They weren't given similar equipment such as radios and machine guns to protect themselves from German fighter planes. This discrimination, however, only strengthened their determination to succeed. Over time, many men grew to respect them due to their high performance. Despite the challenges, the Night Witches accomplished their mission of disrupting the German sleep and bombing important targets. The psychological effect of their raids took a toll on the German troops. The Germans referred to them as Nachtexen, Night Witches, a term meant to be derogatory, but one which the women of the 588th adopted with pride. Part 5 their mark on history, the Night Witches' impact and recognitions. The Night Witches were a force to be reckoned with. Despite flying outdated biplanes, these women managed to conduct approximately 23,672 combat sorties from June 1942 to October 1945, collectively logging almost 30,000 flight hours. They dropped over 3,000 tons of bombs and 26,000 incendiary shells, damaging or destroying 17 river crossings, nine railways, two railway stations, 26 warehouses, 12 fuel depots, 176 armored cars, 86 prepared firing positions, and 11 searchlights. They also made 155 supply drops of food and ammunition to Soviet forces. I don't think it can be overstated how much of an impact these women had on the war effort. They were indeed a versatile tool in the Soviet tool belt. Their success was so profound that soon after they began operating, the Germans concocted theories to explain their effectiveness. 
such as the women being criminals sent to the front line as punishment, or having been given special injections that allowed them to see in the night. They truly struck horror into many a German heart. Their contributions were recognized with numerous awards and honors. Twenty-four of the flyers were awarded the title Hero of the Soviet Union, the highest distinction in the Soviet Union at the time. However, the recognition of the night witches did not last. Despite being the most highly decorated unit in the Soviet Air Force during the war, the regiment was disbanded six months after the end of World War II. They were even excluded from the Victory Day Parade in Moscow directly after the war. Yet the legacy of the night witches can live on through the telling of their stories. They demonstrated the capabilities of women in combat, challenging the norms of the time. Their bravery and skill paved the way for future generations of women in the military, even though it would take many years for women to be fully integrated into combat roles in most of the world's militaries. As mentioned before, it took the United States until 1977 to incorporate female aviators into its military. The Night Witches were pioneers of their time. Part 6. Flying into the Future, The Night Witches' Remarkable Journey and Beyond As we draw the curtains on the tale of the Night Witches, we are left with a profound sense of awe and respect for these women who dared to soar into the night, breaking barriers and shattering expectations. The 588th Night Bomber Regiment, despite being equipped with rudimentary aircraft and facing numerous challenges, managed to leave a mark on the canvas of World War II. Their mission was clear, to disrupt and disorient the German forces, and in this, they succeeded beyond measure. The night witches were not just pilots, they were pioneers. They navigated the uncharted skies of warfare, proving that courage and determination know no gender. Their story is not just about their remarkable achievements in the war, but also about their enduring impact on the history of aviation and warfare. They showed the world that women could fly, fight, and flourish even in the most adverse circumstances. The Night Witches were ordinary women who made extraordinary contributions to the war effort, and their legacy continues to inspire generations. For those of you who are intrigued by the story of the Night Witches and wish to nosedive deeper into their world, I highly recommend the book's Night Witches, the Amazing Story of Russia's Women Pilots in World War II by Bruce Miles, and Tonight We Fly, The Soviet Night Witches of World War II by Claudia Hagen. There's also a seven-episode podcast series titled The Night Witches from 2021 that provides a more in-depth look at these incredible women. For even more additional resources, be sure to check out the show notes. As we conclude this episode, let us remember the Night Witches not just as a historical curiosity, but as a symbol of strength courage, and determination. Their story is a timeless reminder that even in the darkest of nights, there are those who dare to fly, to fight, and to shine. Until our next episode, I've been your host, Chase, reminding you to never stop exploring 